he thought to himself again. Fifteen years since he had rebelled against the newly crowned King Duncan, a youth in his twenties. He had planned it all carefully as the old king's sickness progressed, banking on the indecision and confusion that would follow his death to split the other barons and give Morgareth his opportunity to seize the throne. Secretly he had trained his army of wargals, massing them up here in the mountains ready for the moment to strike. Then, in the days of confusion and grief following the king's death, when the barons travelled to Castle Araluan for the funeral rites, leaving their armies leaderless, he had attacked, overrunning the southeastern quarter of the kingdom in a matter of days, routing the confused leaderless forces that tried to oppose him. Duncan, young and inexperienced, could never have stood against him. The kingdom was his for the taking, the throne was his for the asking. Then, Lord Northolt, the old king's supreme army commander, had rallied some of the younger barons into a loyal confederation, giving strength to Duncan's resolve and stiffening the wavering courage of the others. The armies met at Hackham Heath, close by the Slipsunder River, and the battle swayed in the balance for five hours with attack and counter-attack and massive loss of life. The Slipsunder is a shallow river, but its treacherous reaches of quicksand and soft mud formed an impassable barrier, protecting Morgareth's right flank. But then one of those grey-cloaked meddlers known as Rangers led a force of heavy cavalry across a secret ford ten kilometres upstream. The armoured horsemen appeared at the crucial moment of the battle and fell upon the rear of Morgareth's army. The Wargals, Trained in the tumbled rocks of the mountains had one weakness. They feared horses, and could never stand against such a surprise cavalry attack. They broke, retreating to the narrow confines of Three-Step Pass and back to the mountains of rain and night. Morgareth, his rebellion defeated, went with them. And here he had been exiled these fifteen years, waiting, plotting, hating the men who had done this to him. Now, he thought, it was time for his revenge. His spies told him the kingdom had grown slack and complacent, and his presence here was all but forgotten. The name Morgareth was a name of legend nowadays, a name mothers used to hush fractious children, threatening that if they did not behave, the black lord Morgareth would come for them. The time was ripe. Once again he would lead his wargals into an attack, but this time he would have allies, and this time he would sow the ground with uncertainty and confusion beforehand. This time none of those who conspired against him previously would be left alive to aid King Duncan. For the wargals were not the only ancient, terrifying creatures he had found in these sombre mountains. He had two other allies— even more fearsome, the dreadful beasts known as the Calcara. The time was ripe to unleash them. Chapter One Try to eat something, Will. Tomorrow's a big day, after all. Jenny, blonde, pretty and cheerful, gestured towards Will's barely-touched plate and smiled encouragingly at him. 
Will made an attempt to return the smile, but it was a dismal failure. He picked at the plate before him, piled high with his favourite foods. Tonight, his stomach knotted tight with tension and anticipation. He could hardly bring himself to swallow a bite. Tomorrow would be a big day, he knew. He knew it all too well, in fact. Tomorrow would be the biggest day in his life, because tomorrow was the choosing day, and it would determine how he spent the rest of his life. "'Nerves, I imagine,' said George, setting down his loaded fork and seizing the lapels of his jacket in a judicious manner. He was a thin, gangly, and studious boy, fascinated by rules and regulations, and with a penchant for examining and debating both sides of any question, sometimes at great length. "'Dreadful thing, nervousness. It can just freeze you up so you can't think, can't eat, can't speak.' "'I'm not nervous,' Will said quickly, noticing that Horace had looked up ready to fall.